Hello, and welcome to Midnight Mon Pod, the Monster Apocalypse podcast after hours. My name's Garrett, and I'm your host on this trip into the miniatures game, Monster Apocalypse. So today we're trying something a little bit different. I've got a handheld recorder, and I'm trying to get some of these episodes cranked out while running around doing my errands, this time while I'm at the vet's office waiting for my kitten to finish getting checked out. But I've got my recorder, I've got my phone, so we're going to press on and see how this turns out. So, Pterosaurs Faction Focus, second monster episode. That means it's time for the big boy, Armadax. Possibly one of the most divisive monsters in the entire community. A lot of people like this model. He's a big, stompy dinosaur. He's got huge plates. He's got a big bone club at the end of his tail. His whole shtick is crushing buildings, generating power, and not taking damage. I'm going to go through both his alpha and hyper before going in on playstyle because, frankly, uh, they don't change much. And I'll just end up repeating myself a lot if I try to talk it through without doing everything together. So, Armadax Alpha Form. 12 health monster, 6 health on alpha. So, 12 down to 7. He's got 6 speed, 7 defense. His brawl stat is a 7-4 power gorge. When this attack destroys an enemy model, you may gain 1 additional power die. His power stat is a 6-4, and he has 3 special rules in alpha. Demolisher. When this model makes an attack, gain plus one power die for every building destroyed as a result of its attack. Armored. This monster is immune to damage from collisions with buildings. And Resilience. This monster is immune to super damage. When you finally manage to chip through those damage resistances and get Armadax into his Hyper form, Hyper Armadax has six health, his speed remains six, his defense goes up to eight. His Brawl stat gains one die of each type going to an 8-5. It loses the Power Gorge trigger, but gains the Beatback trigger. If this model hits an enemy monster with this attack, after the attack is resolved, you can move the monster hit up to two spaces in a straight line in any direction. During this movement, the target monster moves through and collides with buildings, units, and hazards in its path. The target monster stops moving if it collides with another monster. His power stat has 7 action dice, and five boost dice, going up one of each from alpha. Special rules on Hyper Form Armadax. He retains Armored and Resilience. He loses Demolisher, but gains Riled. When this model is damaged or destroyed by an enemy attack, you gain one power die, and also gains Unearthly Rage. While this model's in play, other allied models gain Riled. Alright, so with all the crunch out of the way, let's talk about how Armadax plays on the table. So, the intention of Armadax was that he is a big old tank that's just not taking damage. And he does that with two forms of damage resistance on both sides of his card. The only type of bonus damage that was able to be dealt to him up until recently was hazard damage. So you throw him into a fire, and he takes that extra point of damage. You throw him into an incombustible building, and it's just destroyed a building without doing any extra damage. You hit him with a super damage attack. Does regular damage, because super damage doesn't do dip to Armadax. It can make Armadax one of the most frustrating opponents to play against. 
simultaneously, it makes Armadax kind of a proponent of bad habits on the table. Because he's immune to a lot of the bonus damage available in the game, he can just stand out where other monsters would be dead to rights. Because, oh no, it's going to do one damage and crush a building that would have dealt three damage to somebody else. Because if you're running Armdax, chances are you've brought two to four of the Tokyo Triumph building, which is an incombustible building that still does an additional point of collision damage with its spire rule. Oh look, Armadax is immune to collision damage from buildings. So, Armadax takes no damage from this building that would still do two bonus damage to most any other monster. And that's kind of the key portion of Armadax's playstyle. You put him out there, you use him as, as the shield for your other monster, because going on on Armadax is, is a losing proposition. He's functionally got closer to 18 health than the 12 that's printed on the card. Once you remove almost half of the available damage in the game from damaging him, it's about where you end up. As far as differences in alpha to hyper play, alpha Armadax is using Demolisher to destroy buildings and gain extra power dice, often with early game rampages to build up that power generation. His brawl and power stats are fine. His brawl has that power gorge trigger, so if it's smacking a unit, it gets an extra power die. And in most cases, Armadax is going to be in his alpha form a long while. So he'll just wander around the board, punching a unit, crushing a building, doing his thing, making more power to enable your squishier monster, because let's be honest, everything else in the game is squishier than Armadax. And eventually, once you get to the back half of the game, Armadax will start looking at hitting his hyper. Hyper Armadax is even more power generation-y, even though it doesn't look like it. Riled is a really good rule. Like, hey, you hit me, so I'm getting something back from it. No downside there. If they were hitting you on a Riled model, they were probably going to hit you anyway there. Riled's just a haha, take that kind of rule. Unearthly Rage, putting that onto every single model in your army, means that if they do something like clear out two of your units to try to get in on somebody, oh look, I've just gained two power dice for playing the game the way I was intending to play it anyway. Unearthly Rage is probably the best passive power generation in the game, and tie that to a monster that's around for the entire game, it's pretty gross. Adding to the bonkers power generation here of Hyperform Armadax is his beatback brawl. So if Armadax was just tanky and power generation-y, and those were all he did, he wouldn't be nearly as divisive a topic in the online discourse. But this right here, the beatback brawl on him, is what sets him over that edge. Because normally, for something slow and lumbery and has one attack, once you get down to a 1v1, he's going to have a rough time because he can't clear a screen and then align to power attack. With beatback on his brawl attack, all he has to do is get anywhere near you, and he can just pop you in the nose and send you flying two spaces. A lot of these maps are very clustered. There's going to be something to bop him into, even if it's bouncing you into Armadax himself for that extra bonus point of damage. Now, this monster is very, very popular. He really, really catches the Stompy Dino aesthetic very well. He's pretty straightforward in what he wants to do. He is definitely a negative player experience 
across the table from him, though. And there's not a lot in Monster Apocalypse that I specifically go, oh man, that was not fun. Because a lot of times, if I'm losing a game, I'm still finding ways of enjoying it. Unless I'm losing the game to Armadex. Because it just takes forever to try to plow through all of that bonus health and damage resistance. And at the end, more often than not, you end up making one misplay in your plan to take down Armadex. And since Armadex is so forgiving of misplays, like, oh no, I mispositioned. Oh no, I'm going to take two damage instead of seven. Like, Armadex basically smooths out any ripples you have in your own play. But at the same time, it's just frustrating because, like, Armadex is carrying the game for his pilot ends up being entirely on, yep, just takes twice as long to kill me as anybody else. Not particularly any extra skill, not particularly any extra tricks, just, nope, uh, strictly 50% more health than literally everything else. And that right there is why, well, I mean, I, I say it online on the Discord all the time, but, uh, frack Armadax. All my homies hate Armadax. He looks cool. There's, he's got a distinct play pattern. It's great for new people to pick up and play, maybe get in a round or two with them, but you're not going to learn a lot about the game playing Armadax. Where in the Terracon episode, I said, yeah, play Terracon, put in some reps, and you'll definitely learn a lot about playing this game. Armadax, you can pretty much get after one go-round, because he just, uh, he's a tank. He generates power. Once he gets into hyper, he just bullies everybody around the board. Not much else to say about him. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of out here. Without going too negative, I'm not a fan of ne Armadax. I think a tanky monster should definitely exist, but I don't think the tanky monster should have tankiness and power generation and a exceptionally powerful 1v1 attack. I guess I'll just leave it there. Uh, tune in next time for when I go in on the flying model out of the Pterosaur Monsters, Pterodax. Until then, this has been Midnight Monpod, the Monster Apocalypse podcast after hours. I'm Garrett. Thanks for stopping by, folks. Monpod is part of the Line of Sight Network, LOSWarmachine.com slash Midnight Dash Monpod.